Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS. Like Lara Eakins, Kurt009, and Daniel Strip. Coming up on TMS, the other carbonated meat. The blues, the twos, and the jigglypuffs. La próxima semana de los muertos. Johnny, look back. Congestive meat failure. If I agree with this, can we never talk about it again? Validate the Mandela. Bearing Patrick. Fish cucumbers. Red sauce dawn. Navarone of the guns. A shirt, pants, and weird hot sauce. Not that, Michael Douglas. Luca Brasi sleeps with the pasta. In the corner with Amy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Is it snow or is it Synthcoke? Only a wallet knows for sure. Synthcoke is available at adult bookstores and boutiques throughout Manhattan. Or send $9.95 to Buzz Productions. Remember, allow two weeks delivery on personal checks. Money orders are shipped the same day. Ladies and gentlemen, the very sexy garbage. This is the morning stream. Ah, that's the level of stupid we're looking for. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. I'm Scott, and it's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello. I think I like uh, Daniel Craig saying, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. The weekend. <laughs> more than more than I like Drew Barrymore saying, the sexy garbage. <laughs> hey, you do a pretty good. You do a pretty good version of her. That's not bad. <laughs> basically, just have to talk like uh, Kim Kardashian with a lisp. Basically, yeah. it's like the vocal fry with a lisp. Did she get her? Uh, she got her show back after that little controversy. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't know if she ever lost her show. Just lost a lot of um, cred. Yeah. <laughs> lost a lot of. It's like a weird, yeah. a weird bit of cred loss with both her, I guess, her writers and her people. But yeah, I guess she's back. Yeah. Now they're back to frolicking and having a good time. Daytime talk show fun, you know, like yeah, you I do. Guess. I've never seen a single episode of her show or of Kelly Clarkson's show. I take that. Well, I've never seen a full episode. She does covers every once in a while. Uh, Clarkson does. And oh. uh, I see those on YouTube every once in a while, and I usually make it about thirty seconds into them, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's pretty much what I thought it would be. But it's but it but her, her she, it's a full on talk show that she does, right? Like it's yeah, okay. Yeah. But she performs yeah, she sometimes, really, or does she do anything? She performs, music? I think, every time she does a song at the oh. end of every show or something. Oh, really? Yeah. What yeah. that reminds me—that's like 
back to our parents' variety hour TV right. days. Right, Lawrence Welke kind of, uh, yeah. Weird. Or more, more Dinah Shore. Didn't Dinah Shore used to... Uh, I want to say that she sang on her talk show all yeah. the time. Maybe sang, sang, sang something off at the end? or I think so, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's a really big throwback, and they're doing it again. No, Everything comes no, back. No man. Michael Douglas. We never had Merv Griffin or Michael Douglas. or Michael. Mike Douglas. <laughs> uh, listen, he's, I'm sure it's short for Michael. I'm sure his real name is Michael Douglas, but we already have one of those, so yeah. let's call him Mike Douglas. That's why I wish these Brian Cox guys would get together and come up with a solution. Right, and just exactly. It's hard yeah. for me. It's like, oh, hey, Brian Cox, the one from uh, Succession? Or the <laughs> one true. that knows all about the black holes? Which one? The one that pull, that uh, put uh, adamantium into Wolverine? Or the one that... Uh... <laughs> That's an even better way. Go deeper and go into their yeah. film roles. <laughs> or the one that goes on Rogan and classes the place up. Actually makes that show better when he goes on there. Yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do a whole full show of Tuesday Goodness today. And... Um, I'm happy to I'm happy to be here and announce something this very crucial moment a turning point really in the can you carbonate meat or not discussion. Yeah. We're Is at that a really ever the question can you it was more the question did Scott once eat carbonated meat? <laughs> I feel like I feel like that might have been the actual question but okay. All yeah, right. you're right. Okay. You're right. But I think that <laughs> I think that it's gone. It's gone further and farther. And yes. it's the same thing I think, I when I say we, further and farther. I think we get established. You probably didn't eat carbonated meat, but is it possible to yeah. carbonate meat? Is it possible to, to not only carbonate meat and then therefore congest it, congest it, ingest it is the word I meant ingest for. It. Not conge- You don't want congested sure. carbonated meat. That sounds oh gosh, terrible. No. no. So uh, someone in the uh, our chat <laughs> or no meat failure. <laughs> I got an email from Gabby. Uh, listener to the show who sent this in this is a video she found on uh youtube under a, an account called omnivorous omnivorous adam pretty good name actually yeah so adam eats everything he, adam eats everything which is really a great title for the television show based on his life adam eats everything <laughs> the uh, Om, omnivorous adam story anyway <laughs> here it is i'll play a little audio here as well um okay. this guy's making carbonated steak and claims that he's done it. So let's let's just hear a bit of this here. Some of you guys have been asking me to do this for months, and it's probably the only reason you're still following me. I can't believe I'm doing this. Here is how to carbonate meat. To give meat the bubbly treatment, we've got to make sure it's lean. A leaner cut of meat is going to take on carbonation more so than a fatty cut. So here I'm using filet mignon. The water content and size of whatever you're trying to carbonate matters. So here I'm just dicing them up real small. The smaller and more water content the item, the more carbonated it will become. And yeah, cooking does release a little bit of moisture, but I'd rather eat cooked pieces than raw. And and this is called a whipping siphon. Maybe you've seen one of these at the ice cream shop or the coffee shop to make whipped cream. You know, but today we're making carbonated meat. And that's a mini CO2 cartridge. I'm going to drop three in today and then I'm going to leave one for tomorrow. So for a total of four charges. Then I'm going to chill it down for 24 hours in the fridge for ultimate carbonation. All right, one last charge and now we're ready. When's the last time you heard your steak sizzle like that when you weren't cooking it? That popping is the sound of millions of little bubbles rising to the surface in this meat. There you have it, carbonated meat. It works and it is a thing. Okay, so here goes nothing. He he, I I, I feel a little slightly redeemed. I think that's what I had. <laughs> you you think you think you had like you went to to this guy's house? No no no, not his house. He, but somebody made this okay. like he made it is what I'm thinking. Somebody somebody took steak, put it into uh, one of those uh, CO2 uh, whipped cream makers. Yep. Yep, filled it full of CO2. Filled it full of CO2. Carbonated it for 24 hours. Yep. Came out and then, and then put it on a plate for you. Yeah, and I ate it. 
I didn't okay. see any of the process. Okay. I just know they said, "Hey, have you had carbonated meat in this scenario?" Uh, and I went, "No." And then I okay. and they gave me some. I swear that's where that had to be the process. How else can you make this? If I if I say, you know what, you're probably right. Does it put this thing to bed forever? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Because <laughs> even though I feel like this is the closest I've gotten to some proof dirt here, I feel like I still got to dig, you know? I got to dig. All right, okay, all right. Uh, totally anyway, right. more more as we have it, more as we know it, everybody. Oh, Claire brings up a good question. Was it hot or was it cold? Or, I'm sorry, no, Stephanie asks, was it hot or cold, the meat you, you ate? Oh, that's a great question. Do I have any memory of the temperature? Um, I mean, my natural inclination to answer that off the cuff is if I was just being asked it without the context, I would probably thought, well, I, I think it was hot when I had it, but I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. So it's it's entirely possible it was cold. Um, I do know I do know it was beef. Have I have I said that before? <laughs> okay, well we can rule out carbonated chicken, carbonated pork, <laughs> carbonated fish. Yeah, none of the other meats were were involved. Yeah. It was definitely a steak or beef derivative. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm I feel closer to the truth. Okay, because All right, of this. Good. Thank good. you, Gabby. I appreciate it for for you finding that sending that in. <laughs> I'd like to actually know how she found it. She go searching for this. Did it just show up? On I'm feed? sure. I'm sure. Listen, I mean, you can, you can, you can find anything on the internet. You can. Uh, there is enough stuff there to validate our Mandela's. Enough stuff there to, to uh, say, see, it wasn't a dream. You know, mm-hmm. there's enough stuff you could you can prove or disprove anything somewhere. That's true. So and if you and if you can't, you can easily write up a Wikipedia article about it yeah. or make a YouTube video about it. Yeah. And there it was. So you know what I might actually do? I might actually try and make this. I don't have that thing though that he has. Oh the, really? I've got one of those. It's a fancy coffee make, uh, or mixed cream. What's the deal with it again? You could uh no it it um well you can you can put cream in there. It's basically a CO2 cartridge and then a container that you you're basically um, uh, adding pressure. You're basically putting the pressure, the CO two, and pressure into the into the um, whatever is in that container. So normally it's cream, and then you just do whipped cream. And that way, you can have like a a whipped cream that's not full of sugar, and but you can get it on demand and stuff like that. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. The thought of putting meat in there and then having to wash it out because that that. Meat in the in the actual carafe yeah. part, not a big deal. You can wash that up, but then having it go through the little the little valve that it has to go through with the CO two cartridge. Yeah, you're coating that whole upper upper apparatus with some meat meat yeah. particles. That's kind of weird. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. it's funny because uh, I saw you know, somebody yesterday with a bong cleaner, and this is how they did it. This is crazy. This reminded me of it because you were talking about cleaning bottles. You yeah. had a bong, right? Like the yeah. kind your Dave, your neighbor would have. Uh, big old fat base to it, mm-hmm. curved up. You know, I don't know how bongs work, but it's like looks sure. like a bong. Sure. And you drop, he drops a magnet in there, and the magnet oh. on the one side that would also be opposite, or, you know, not per, not a repelled, magnet, right? But the other side, on the outside, right. that that side had kind of a bit attracted of a, to the uh, to another. Yeah, magnet? that's what I was looking for. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it had um, like a little Brillo side to it, sure. And that was the that was the attractive side. And so then this thing on the outside, he would grab that. It would go shlink and, and hook up to it. And then he just rubbed around this thing. And all all That's that cool. weird dark residue in there from all the weed the guy smoked all got out of there. 
So. Yeah, I've seen I've seen people do this with like big fish tanks, like mm. where um, they can just basically have a a thing that sits in the water, and then when they want to clean the tank, they just go shloop, and it hooks up to the the you know attracted to the magnet on the other side, and they just go zoop 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 zoop, and it cleans off the cleans off the deal. That's a great idea. I'm trying yeah, to think when I had sure. fish, did I ever have? Well, my complaint when I had fish was none of the normal filtering systems ever really did that much of a good job. Mm. It was always a as bad far as thing. keeping the the water clean and that sort of thing. Yeah, I hate I hated maintaining that thing. I hated it. Yeah, I didn't love those fish enough to keep right. doing that. So I gave right. them to somebody who liked fish. Gave them the tank. <laughs> they got the whole package deal. They got fish everything and their home. Yeah, yes. and they're good now. They that we repurpose their lives into a place they can survive, and it's all good. Now. Nice, nice. Um, Lasarge, no, he didn't squirt the meat out of the little pressure canister. He um, just had the meat in the container. That's true. That's a good point. Maybe you wouldn't have to clean the um, the little valve thing because it just. Was sending the thing. Do you guys? You don't have a soda stream? I don't think I so. Thought every, I thought everybody had a uh, a that, soda stream. We somehow missed that weird fad. We didn't get one. Weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't know why we didn't. It seems like something we would have gotten. To be honest. Yeah, we love. We still use ours occasionally, and uh, um, like we'll say, oh yeah, you know what? I'm going to make a bottle of soda water, and we still have a couple syrups in the fridge. Those things live forever. And uh, can you do zero um, type stuff on that? Yeah, Probably we have can. tons of zero stuff. As a matter of fact, uh, we have a zero cola that's not too bad, a zero um, <laughs> uh, ginger ale, yeah, uh, which is really good. And then Mitsula figured out, oh, well, you can make your own syrup by taking crystal light and adding just enough water to it to make a syrup from it, and you can put that in the... The, oh, uh, you make like a little slurry from the yeah. from the powder. That's interesting. Exactly, but I imagine you could do the same thing with the soda stream as this guy does with the bottle. You just basically put the meat in the plastic bottle, no liquid. Yeah. Screw it under its little deal. Press the button, and it adds uh, CO two, and and then cap it, refrigerate it, maybe do it in two or three, uh, two or three more times, and you're you're good to go. I could do that. I'll try. I could. I mean, I, we'd have to get a thing. But maybe we will. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there you what go. are those costs now? What do you What do you get one of those for? These so days? to stream, imagine you can probably get one for thirty thirty five bucks. Huh. I don't know. That's not bad. Cheap on Amazon. It's that's, not too that's bad. Super cheap. I would have thought. Like, yeah. I thought you were going to say two hundred bucks or something. Oh yeah, no, no, definitely under a hundred, maybe like fifty max. Mm. Um, right. People asking how I dust my room. Believe me, I I use a uh, I have to use an air can because. There is so much stuff. It's just basically got to go, same. dust the whole thing, blow it all, and then uh, vacuum like crazy. Yeah, same Which here. Which actually I'm due for another vacuuming. I have a good. Uh... Oh no, that's all gone now. I got to get some. I don't. I used to have a can of really amazing compressed air cleaner stuff that I mm-hmm. s- swear by it because <clears throat> it seems to last forever. Uses no freon or some other aspect to it that was environment friendly or whatever. I don't remember the brand, but I would highly recommend it. I think I'm out, though, which is why everything's dusty in my office. Hmm. Anyway, let's clean, Brian. Today is a clean day. Let's, let's just dust. Let's stop the show right now and dust. By the way, people are saying around $100 for a soda stream. Okay. So I think I must have gotten mine on a Black Friday or a, a Woot deal or something like that. Okay. Now, that sounds yeah. like what I would expect. Um, and there, I'm sure there are brands that are better than others. And I just have to figure uh, out what's good. Just the Soda Stream brand is is the one you want because right. then you can get your your cartridges at uh, Kohl's or wherever. You probably can find them at uh, at TJ Maxx. 
Is that oh. the place you go, TJ Maxx? Yeah, we like going there. That's where I got yeah. the uh, the little soybeans and the. What else yeah. did I get there? I got a shirt, a pair of pants, some weird hot sauce. That place is <laughs> that place is great. I freaking love it. It is great. It. That's so awesome. Uh, all right, got a uh, text from somebody. This is uh, important stuff. Okay. Uh, Ken wrote in. This is about when you joined ELR for the first time. Oh yeah, cool. Because we were kind of vague about when that all happened. We couldn't think of when it when it happened. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. says this. This is from Ken. He says, "Hey Scott and Brian, long time listener, first time caller. I was listening live this morning." Had a couple of hours to kill at work and decided to go do some sleuthing. Brian's first appearance on Extra Life Radio was episode 135. You talked about Seamus calling you about chat services. Uh, Then it happened at 43 minutes into the thing for about a minute. Okay. Uh, It says, I hope you can track that guy down in the white pages. Love the show, though, Ken. So I thought it'd be fun to see if we can hear this. Uh, okay. This was all right. Episode. Yeah, this is what Seamus actually called me while I was doing the show with you. While I was on live, yeah. he looked up, found my phone number in the phone, you know, the, the online white pages or something at the time. Yep. Because this was what twenty two thousand eight two thousand seven seven seven. Yep. Okay. Yep. Looks like according to the file date, like that could be wrong. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna see if we can track down the time on this one. So let's see how let's right off the that. bat. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the teachers Ugh. who are also children of the 80s. I'm worried about my shitty microphone is what I'm worried about. All right. Let's see. <laughs> uh, what did we say? 40. What do you say? 43 minutes. 43 seconds. in here. Okay. Here we go. Let's see if we can catch a bit of this. I'll start a little before it. In my mind right now. Oh, so. good. Well, yeah. The Bollywood, you know? Yeah. The Bollywood yeah. stuff. I would love that. <laughs> if, you could, if, you, if you could do that, that would be sweet. Um, but I'm telling you, dude, this is, this is really, it's a pleasure for us to have your stuff on the show. I hope you continue to be a fan and a contributor in the way that you're doing it. And uh, you'll is. always somebody be somebody else. We're kicking out the door. So thanks so much. Thank you, yeah. Scott. Hey everybody, we're back. Uh, thanks again to Rob and thanks again to Rico. Always enjoy his stuff as well. He's actually going to Taiwan. So I'm not sure how much we'll hear from him in the next couple of weeks. And by the way, I did not get a mashup from uh, Sebastian today. So no dessert to today's uh, show's dinner. <laughs> Unless I get it before I post the show. I'm not sure what's going on. He may be yeah, out of town. You sound we'll so weird. I know, so I weird. hate it. And yeah. by the way, well, I didn't you. tell you guys this yet, but I went to get some water at the break. And um, Seamus, our ultra fan... <laughs> Who I'm actually thinking about getting the restraining order against. I kid, I kid. Um, he called right Don't in the middle of the show Fat while we were all talking. My wife's in here trying to hand me the phone. She's going, it's Seamus. I'm like, he's just a nerd. He can't talk to me right now. And I said, I said, well, what does he want? And she comes and whispers in my ear. She says, you need to switch to uTorrent over stick cam. I'm like, are you kidding me? He called me in the middle of the show on my home phone number to tell us to switch to a different chat service. I may have See, to. I think at some I point think he called me too. Oh, there it is. <laughs> my it's wife big. handed me a note saying, "Tell Scott you need to use UStream." Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Oh, dude, I'm seriously freaked out. That kid needs to be stopped at all costs. <laughs> weird. That's, That's so hilarious. weird. Isn't that wow. weird? That is really weird. Oh, it's so strange hearing us from. I mean, 07 doesn't think, it doesn't feel that long ago. I guess it was a long no, time it's ago. Like fifth or fifth, sixteen years ago. Crazy. I had nasal mic disease. It sounded awful. Um, all right, so we're going to uh, um, talk to a famous here. 
I can't do I can't do an impersonation of you, the, 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 the old 2007 Scott. And I'm leaving all these old files to whoever, when I'm dead, these are all whoever's going to have them, right? Let's say Van will be yeah, in his right. 30s or something and he'll find these. They can have them. I'm not listening to them unless there's a reason on this show to bring something up. I'm never listening to that again. Yeah. No. I can't do it. I just can't go. No, I haven't listened to it, uh, re-listened to an episode of Coverville in years. Yeah. Like basically once I, once I record it and then I edit it, I listen to it long enough to figure out where the breaks are between songs so I can put chapters in there yeah. and whoop, I'm done. That never, never to listen to that again. Yeah. I will <clears throat> occasionally do it now for, uh, just to see how things sounded like making sure all sure. my hardware is working and all that, just in case I miss it oh, in yeah, live sure. or whatever. So I'll do that here and there. Once in a while, I'll end up like playing a film sack that we just did and end up loving the whole thing and just listening to the whole sure, thing. Sure, sure. That will happen. But you're right. It's usually like record it, put it up, forget I ever did it. You know, yeah. don't think about it ever again, which is probably good and bad because I'm sure I said some shit in the early aughts <laughs> that sure I would regret we, now. Yeah, I'm sure we all did. Yeah. yeah. I used to make fun of, I used to do an impression of my brother all the time. I called it ding pong. And back then that seemed hilarious. Well, guess what? I'm not Korean and I probably shouldn't make those jokes, (laughs) even if he's my brother. So you learn, you live, you learn, you move on. You know, Patrick, I have a whole thing. I have, I have dirt on Patrick. You want to hear the dirt I have on Patrick? Check this out. Yeah. I mean, should, should, is there, do we want to have dirt on Patrick? Well, let me just show you what I've got here and you can tell me, is this? Oh, that's my brother. That's my actual brother. Hold on. Patrick. Where is it? Um, let's see if I can find <sighs> it. No, hold on, everybody. Just hold on to your butts. Fine. No. Fuck up. Whoop. Il y a plein de jeux auxquels j'ai hyper envie de jouer le jour de la sortie de la baldiste. I eat baguette. <laughs> Honestly, you need to have your head checked. Sorry, I'm getting my out. Ah, oh, there we go. Hold or, on. Ho, ho, ho. It's not about oh, this is a mashup or something. <laughs> I'm just going through files trying to find We're it. We're gonna swim oh. in money. <laughs> Bastion has a cock. Oh jeez. <laughs> Scott jeez. has spent a little bit of time playing with his, and I have spent a little bit of time playing with mine as well. <laughs> what? I'm not saying your literal penis. All right, I can't find it. <laughs> uh, he does it. So- oh, is this it? Keep working on that. No. <laughs> no. Gosh dang it. Really, really. Ah, I can't find it. <laughs> I was but hoping we'd get to the really, really. At some point, he did a full-on ding pong impression. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. he got in some big trouble for that. And I think I have the file somewhere. So if he, you know, Patrick, you ever want to? If he ever gets out of line, you can. Uh... Oh yeah, I can hold it right here and go. Look what I got, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Back nice. up. Anyway, Ken, thank you for that. That was awesome for you to go check that, that out. Awesome. And it was fun yeah. to revisit 2007 and then never go there again. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, 801 is where that text came. And that's also where this one came. Uh, we heard from a cop who plays Pokemon Go. We asked for mm. it and we got it. Okay. Uh, he says, you asked for it. You got, <laughs> you got it. Toyota. Toyota. He says, yes, I have played Pokemon Go while on duty. Although. I am not a regular police officer. I belong to a reserve sheriff unit, and I have the same authority as regular deputies, uh, except arrest powers, but only while on duty. Uh, While it is sometimes a lot of downtime uh, when we get to a location, uh, sorry, and when it actually starts or there's a break in, sorry, there's a breaks within an event. I don't know what an event means, but whatever. (sighs) 
uh, he, yeah, like, like, a, he, like fairs and like, uh, schools, right. games, stuff like exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. Uh, he says uh, there's just a lot of downtime. So his point was, yeah, they'll pick it up. No catch. Yeah, and that's shit. no big deal during downtime. I think the article, the the one we read, the article was that they were trying to catch an elusive Snorlax uh, while they were heading to a burglary in progress. Like yeah, was, yeah, that's was, the, that's the seriousness of the actual event. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'll bet you know I'll bet ninety nine percent of the police who play Pokemon Go are are just fine. Are yeah. just just totally fine just and wouldn't handy. do something like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Like that's the big difference. But also, I guess. You know, we said, hey, if you're a cop, write in and let us know. Oh, and he's also yeah, yeah. anonymous. If you, if anyone, let me say this real quick. If anyone out there is like worried to pipe up about a thing you're involved in because you don't want to be identified. Sure. I'll never reveal your name unless you say it's okay. Right? Like some people will write cool. in and just say, hey, I also like that movie. Well, I'm fine saying your first name, whoever you are. Of course, of course. But if you're like a cop or a health worker or somebody who knows some stuff or you got like insider business, we're never going to like out you on the show. No. So feel free. Let us know. If you skipped out on some old lady getting beat up by a by a robber because you're playing Pokemon <laughs> Go, I won't use your name. <laughs> We'll oh just God, say, I hope, you know, you were a policeman. Yeah, I, I might judge if we get somebody who emails <laughs> that. We won't reveal your name, but I won't be happy with you. Oh, yeah. We're not going to. Yeah. Judgment. We'll still judge you harshly. Yeah. And so will history. Yeah. But we won't say who your name is. All right. It's funny. We uh, might Max call Trollbot you says, uh, I yeah. know people who used ambulances to chase Pokemon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You mean like turn on the siren and everything? I wonder if that's what he means. Oh, my God. Siren and lights and everything. Quick. We've got a. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. I'm trying to think yeah. what, what, what trouble you could get in with that. It seems like a lot. That's right. Yeah. You know, like, don't you have to, if you turn your sirens on, you have to. You have to report that you're doing something. I don't know if you do. I wonder if you do, right? Anytime, I know that like, you know, anytime you fire your gun as a cop, you have to fill out a report as to why you fired it. Even right. if it was just in the air to, to shut people up, which I know only happens in movies. Um, but I wonder if you have to do, like you have to, to report why you turned your sirens on. Because one would assume, like, when you you use, like you said with the bullets, I assume every bullet is tracked, right? Probably. I think so. Yeah. So if you're going to be that picky about that, you'd be that picky about everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would think. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We'll hear from cops on this issue because this isn't for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They can tell us. My buddy in Nashville, pipe in. Let us know. I know you know. <laughs> hey, Scott, I forgot to mention this, but uh, so Tina had a mystery date planned for Saturday. I had no idea what it was. Turned out that because we had um, heavy snow the weekend before Halloween, they postponed a festival to the following weekend. So I finally got to go to a, D- a Dia de los Muertos uh, festival. It was uh, the weekend, it was Civic Center Park the weekend after Halloween. That's right. And, you were saying um, you weren't going to be able to go, but you uh, you didn't know. Yeah, I was so, thinking I missed mm. out, right? Because I drove by that one mm-hmm. um, on the first, and I'm like, oh, I really wish I would have stopped and just parked and went and had some awesome food and stuff like that. So, yeah, we had some incredible tacos. We had some ceviche. We had some... Um, Oh, like a cucumber cut in half, scooped out, and then filled with like a um, a fish and vegetable deal. Oh my god, it's so that good. sounds so good. Yeah, that was awesome. Did you guys get a lote, the the corn stuff? We didn't. We saw some there, and I was like, ah, eh, 
you know, I like elote, but uh, I don't. I don't need it on this. There was a lo- really long line. It was like a bunch of different food stands, and mm-hmm. and so we picked from the ones that like had stuff that we definitely wanted that had the shortest lines. And uh, uh, if there was a short line for elote, we would have uh, we would have gotten it. But that's nice. all right. That's great. But you got to go do that. Really cool. I should have sent you this. I guess I can still send you this now. But um, wow. in this incredible display. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Let me send this to Scott Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is what I'm sending you is a photo of this display that was at the front of the stage, and and between performances, you could walk up and take a look at it and take pictures of it and and that sort of thing. I was like, is this something that's okay to take pictures of? And they're like, oh yeah, absolutely. We're celebrating, Holy you know, celebrating crap. the look at that the life of these people. Yeah. So this is like um like. A massive shrine thing. Look at this chat. All of those, like, are little candles with photos of people that people have lost. Somebody put a bottle of Southern Comfort. Uh, lots of crosses. Lots of um, uh, skeletons and skulls and and sugar skulls and. Um, Reminds me of Coco, that movie. Very much so. Yeah. 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 All that kind should. of design. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. And so. I've uh, never heard of an entire festival getting bumped for snow. I guess that makes sense. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, because it's an outdoor. It's at, it, it was at the uh, Civic Center Park, and so they just said, you know what, we're going to move it to the following weekend. I had no idea until Tina and I pulled up, and uh, she's like, oh, awesome. You're getting to you're getting to finally go to a uh, Dia de los Muertos uh, situation. You know what I really wanted to do is see that lit up with the candles at night. Or yeah, the dark. night would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, dude. That's awesome. Nice, nice yeah. date. Once, once again, Tina delivers. You know, she delivers. I've got big plans for uh, for January. That's nice. my month. That's your month. You got a big month coming up. Woo! Yep. Oh, you don't do yep. one in uh, exactly. December with all the holidays. We don't do December because uh, if we do December, then we always get the same months, yeah. right? So it's like because there are an even number of months, it's like, well, you're always going to be January. I'm always going to be February. So we skip. December because yeah. it's already a full month of things going on, family and and all that stuff. So um uh and that way it alternates the the months you get. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if I've uh, told anybody this. Uh, I just realized it. So I was about to go to news, but I was gonna tell people this. So tomorrow <laughs> mm-hmm. in a very small, very and I mean very small, like no extra people, really just parents, siblings, whatever. Uh, yeah. Nick and B are getting married. Oh, shut up! Really? Yeah, they're oh doing. My God. A, they're doing a, like a little shorty, shorty thing. This all just happened. <laughs> I found out yesterday. Oh my God, that's awesome! Oh, and, good for them. Just yeah. like a little justice of the peace kind of situation. Yeah, kind of a real simple elope kind of deal. And then in June, they have bigger plans, and they're going to kind of blow things out. So that's the plan. But here's the, here's the weird bit. I'm. They've asked me to do the thing to marry. You're going to officiate, uh huh? But. I'm a little nervous because where's my wallet? I don't have it here. The card that I got that says I'm allowed to do this yeah, is yeah. all rubbed off on one side. <laughs> and it's the side with like kind is of the, the important side that would info. have the expiration date. Yeah. And there is no, as far as I know, there was never an ex- expiration. You're supposed to be just kind of in perpetuity, which makes me think all this stuff is just a bunch of, it's just a racket anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm just slightly nervous I'm going to get there. I don't think anything's going to happen because they just, you know, they're the ones that procured the marriage license. They hand it to me. I sign it as the officiant. I think that's uh-huh. it. I think we're done. There's a witness. 
But it's not like there's yeah. a representative from the state of Utah there to make sure everything's on the up and up. Right. So right. I'm pretty sure a lizard could marry them and it'd be fine. Yeah, I think I think really the important thing is the piece of paper that they sign with the witnesses and all that stuff, the marriage license. That is really the the, the key. You can have a you know, you can have Zoltar. Um, Zoltar machine marry them if uh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd <laughs> it would be, be awesome, great. actually. Yeah, I would do that if I could. You take. <laughs> you may now kiss the bride. <laughs> and here is your fortune. Ding. Uh, um. So, just a quick story around this. So they were they were scheduled. <laughs> they were engaged and have been engaged for for a while. Their their original engagement was going to be a wedding next June. That was the plan. Yeah. yeah. Well. Now there's a baby coming, and uh, they went. Oh, well, there are good tax reasons and other reasons that we really should uh, do this now. <laughs> but then we'll still have our fun next year with the yeah. big thing and everybody coming. So and everything, they'll still but, do a big ceremony reception kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all that stuff. So cool. it's all very exciting, and you know, they got a little girl on the way. We think. I think that's what the doctor said. They checked. There was oh, no stem nice. on the apple, as they say. What's the um, the due date? Uh, February something. Okay. So early next year. Nice. And that way she's not, you know, I don't know. She's not, they just don't want to, they don't want to spend the money to do a wedding twice. They no, want to yeah. do a little simple thing here and then pfft, that thing later. Yep. So I'm making yep. them legal, right? Cool. And yep. then the world will make them, give them, uh, you know, Amazon points or whatever the hell they do. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Anyway. Uh, so that's all very exciting stuff. Let's move on now to some news coverage from our crack news team here at uh, TMSK4 uh, Local News. Uh, can't find the thing. There it is. I knew I'd find it. Today's news is brought to you by... Brought to you by someone who says, Hi, I'm a big fan of Frog Pants, and you've been a huge influence in my life. In my early 30s now, I owe a lot of it to you and the Frog Pants Network. I've donated my hair multiple times to help young girls with hair loss due to medical conditions. I'm currently raising funds for this charity and will donate my hair again. Here's the text from my order form. Uh, it says, I've been growing my hair since April 2021 to make real hair wigs for children and young people with medical conditions causing hair loss. I'm partnering with the Little Princess Trust and collecting donations at, here's where you get your, your pencils out, yep. or, your, or you start typing, tiny.cc slash chop that mop, capital C, T, M, and hyphens in between each word. So chop hyphen that hyphen mop or dash, whatever you prefer, yep. um, with capital C, T, and M uh, to support their cause. So one more time, tiny.cc slash chop that mop. Yep. And, uh, of course, tiny.cc, weird about their caps. So you have to, that's stuff you have to pay attention to. Yep. You have to pay attention to the caps. Yep. It's a little well, annoying. Awesome. I don't but know who fine. sent that in, like their name, but that's awesome that they did that. It's I think that's cool. really cool. His name is George. And, uh, it sounds like George has a ton of rad hair. Uh, yeah. I wish I had hair to donate. I would like to have okay. some donated to me. Thank you very much. I would like some. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm pretty thin <laughs> now. I used to be thick and luxurious up here. Not anymore. Sure. No. Uh, I, used to have a, I used to have a full-on mullet. Yeah, you did. So did I. Yep. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. What a time to be alive. 1988, 89. Yeah. Time. Oh, you could just pull it, walk up and pull it. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about hundreds of pounds of cooked pasta mysteriously dumped in the New Jersey woods. 
Now, it'd be one mm. thing if this was uncooked pots, pasta, right? A bunch of but it's, shells. Right, just a bunch of dry noodles. Like, all right, a shipment went awry and somebody needed a place to dump the... Yeah, we have an overage. Sar- El Sargento or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. We don't know where to dump this. We don't know what to do, so we're just going to put it in the woods. I totally get right, it. Right. It's a Tony Soprano move, 100%. It's all good. However, <laughs> this was cooked uh, pasta, which is very weird. Yeah. Uh, it says here in this article, imagine going for a leisurely hike and stumbling upon mounds of pasta in the woods. And that would be mounds if it's wet. and Sure. Know. Sure. Wet, gloppy, hundreds of pounds of wet cooked pasta. And probably steamy, right? A little steam coming off it. Maybe. I mean, it depends on I don't know, like how quickly you got to it after it was cooked. That's true. Well, in the cold weather, be, you'd probably my get guess, and I will get to the further in the story. But my guess is, restaurant made a lot of pasta, needed a way to get rid of it, didn't want to put it in garbage bags. Yeah. Said, you know, animals will eat this. Let's put it in the forest. Well, they don't. They don't know. That's as good as you. You could be on that police force because they don't. They have no idea. <laughs> That's, yeah, look for chef. Uh, look for chef Boyardee is a person of interest. Yeah, that guy's. He was always a little skeevy. Yeah. I didn't like the way he yeah, looked at me. Exactly. Anyway, it seems very unlikely uh, unless you're you were recently walking near the river basin of Old Bridge, New Jersey, where oh, I like the name of that town, Old Bridge. Yeah, Old That's Bridge. Cool. Uh, let's see, hundreds of pounds of cooked pasta were dumped there last month. The origins remain a mystery. Nina Jonowitz, who ran for city council in the town of about 66,000 people, posted images of the piles of pasta in a Facebook group thanking the Public Works Department for cleaning up the estimated 500-pound mess. I'm now going to share that photo with the that chat. photo is amazing. Oh, I, I just posted it myself. Oh, you did? This nice. is amazing. Look at this. I mean, that is a lot of pasta. And yeah, it's, that's a lot. I'd love to know how close to the road that is. Like, is it... Uh, you know, is it really close to just kind of toss it from the car, or yeah, do they have to trek into the woods with bags of pasta? That's a really out? good question. I I would hope from a work standpoint they just could dump it, but you know what it looks like? It looks like about ten special forces guy brought the wrong. They brought the wrong ghillie suit to the to the yeah, fight. Right, they're, <laughs> they're gonna all stand up and go. Freeze! Yep, yep. They're like uh, Wolverines and uh, uh, right. Yeah, what was that Red called? Dawn. Red Dawn. <laughs> they got the wrong color. They brought the desert ones. The dumbasses. Yes, exactly. Um, I really like how that looks. Anyway, uh, they say there in her post, she criticized the mayor, saying he ignored the situation. Um, she ran on a platform of cleaning up the waterways and environments in town, and wants to improve waste and recycling services with new initiatives like bulk pickup. I mean, this literally is like mob territory, though, right? Like, kind of New Jersey, sure. Yeah, and yeah. Tra- trash stuff. Like, tra- I know the Sopranos is all about his. Yeah. his cover is is right. trash management. The front is uh, right, exactly. But I think that's Sanitation. based on some like real stuff. My, you know, I think so. Yeah, I think it was it was sort of based on some mafia boss that uh, was was a real my my father sanitation uh, front. My my weird my mom's husband, that guy, John. Mm-hmm. He says, okay, uh, so take that for what it's worth. He says that his ne- he has a nephew out in New Jersey still who is a made man. Really? And, uh, big high up in some crime family out there. Wow. Wow. And that everywhere he goes, everybody's real careful around him and real weird around him and stuff. <laughs> and I said to John, I go, well, how come you, you're always telling me these mob stories and these different nicknames. Like he had a friend named Johnny Lookback. And this is literally... <laughs> 
He says Johnny. He just told us the story too. He says Johnny looked yeah. back. The reason they called him that is because his name, first name, was Johnny, and everywhere he went, he would constantly look back while he was moving forward. So if he's walking sure. down the street to a store, he would look back, look back, always hey, look back. back. Yeah. So they called him Johnny. Look back. But he's got all these people like that. And I said, why didn't you ever get in there? What? Why did you hold back and not join the family business or whatever? And yep. he never has a good answer for me. It's usually just like, oh, I, I had, I wanted to be a teacher, or I wanted this, or I, uh, he never really. Do you think has he a, really was, and he just couldn't say that he was really in the possibly? I mean, he's out here living in freaking Orem, yeah. Utah. Like, how, who does that? That sounds like witness protection to me. <laughs> he does does exactly like he's hiding out for yeah. sure. And he's a little bit of a pain in the ass, so I don't know, you know. But he's got that whole, <laughs> he's got that whole Italian like, the stereotype of the loud guy at dinner. Mm-hmm. He's that mm-hmm. guy. And he's got a million stories, and he's like, hey, hey, like that kind of hey, stuff. Oh, yeah. oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. He sees something that bugs him. He's like, hey, oh, like that. <laughs> Johnny, look back. So stupid. That's great. I love it. Sounds like a movie. Johnny Brian, Wa- <laughs> Brian, Brian walked out of Johnny, look back. Oh, sorry. The I would have. I would have walked out of that. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it sounds bad. Uh, all right, here's another story. Uh, According to this, now you're a, you're a Disney fan. You like going to Disney I'm World Disney. and Land. I do. I like I like the Disney. Yeah, yes. you're not a freak. You're not wearing Mickey ears every day like some people do. No, but- no. I have a I have a Stitch bobblehead in my car. I get a lot of compliments on uh, on Stitch as he bounces around yeah. while I drive, and uh, that's kind of the extent of my outwardly presented mm. Disney adult status. As a Stitch fan, are you where do you stand on the live action news that that's getting a live action treatment? Oh. It's been, I mean, when this this got announced, man, feels like uh, months ago. Um, I love hearing that Pat Oswalt is in is, is uh, involved. Um, yeah, who's, I mean, I thought uh, Little Mermaid was great. What's his character? Do you know? I think he's going to be playing a different alien. I thought for sure. Oh, Pat Oswalt, great. He's definitely going to be doing the voice of Stitch. But mm. Um, mm. I don't know. Let's see if I can find. Um, Live action Lilo Stitch. It's like such a strange one to make to me. Chris Sanders is going to be doing the voice of Stitch uh, with the obviously CGI. He he yeah. he did the original voice in the um, the animated film. Zach Galifianakis is going to be the voice of Doctor Jim Bajukaba. Fantastic. Uh, Billy Magnuson, Tia Carrere is Mrs. Kekwa. Jason Scott Lee. Ooh. Amy Hill, Courtney B. Vance. You know, I love that Jason Scott Lee. He's great. He is great. Yeah. Yeah. Should have done more stuff. I feel like he had a weird career. He started strong and then nothing for a while. And then did that uh, played played Bruce in the uh, Dragon. I think um, it was called Dragon, right? I think it was called Dragon. Yeah. Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, fantastic. Movie. Yeah, I'm not finding. I know I saw something with the. Uh, I'm not seeing. Let's see. Let's look at Patton. No, no, no Patton mentioned in the Wikipedia article. So maybe that was a. Um, a red herring, but uh, when's this due to come out? 2024, I'm guessing? Maybe he'll cameo as Modoc. Maybe that'll happen. <laughs> Great. Maybe. Anyway. Uh, yeah. It's all part of the multiverse, Scott. It's That's all right. part of the multiverse. It's all connected. That's what they do at Disney now. Well, anyway, according to uh, this, uh, there's an urban legend been around for a long time that people sure. poop a lot in lines, ride lines at Disneyland and Disney World. It Check. turns out the urban legend is true. <sighs> and it sounds awful, but hear me yeah, out. It, is, it does sound awful. I, think it, I can't imagine what you're gonna, how you're going to follow that with a butt. Yeah, right? Well, you might proceed it with a butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it sounds too disgusting, too outlandish, and too weird to be real. A Disney urban legend of the gross-out variety that people are dropping trow and pooping where they stand while in line for rides. But unfortunately, for the weak-stomached, the rumor is absolutely real. Uh, twice in the last month, posters on the Disney World subreddit comment commented in fury and horror about the cursed things they said they'd seen while waiting in line. Quote, I am in the queue for the rise of the resistance. Someone let their kid take a dump on the floor, and then they just walked around it and left it. WTF, one wrote recently. Oof. How about this one? Well, you know, oh, I yeah, mean, you know, in, in their defense, that can be like a two-hour wait. Rise of the Resistance. Pay the twenty bucks, then you can, you can poop. Some of these, some of these rides have like bathrooms in line. Like you don't even have to worry about losing your place in line, especially if there's multiple people. Save have one person save a spot. Is that true? Rise of but Resistance. Some of these, you could like peel off and go to the bathroom and then come back. You can peel off. There's like a bathroom in for a couple of these rides. I, th- I want to say. Um, uh, Avatar has it. I'm sure Rise of the Resistance has it. Space Mountain, I think, has it. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. So you just, you know, you just go, hey, hold my spot in line. Go poop. Come back. Here's a guy from Disney on another thread. And he said, uh, let's see, Flight of Passage is the wildly popular attraction that that he's going to comment on here. Oh, that's the, yeah, that's the, that is the Avatar ride. Oh, that's Avatar. Okay. Yeah. So that's says, down. That's in Florida as well. Bodily fluids. Here's the quote. Bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney. Uh, let's just say that the attraction I worked at was, or sorry, has has what the cast ended up dubbing the poop hall because of the amount of times <laughs> guests have gone there and pooped. We even put up a camera and it didn't stop. Oh, God. So it must be like a little separate hall that goes off of the main line and people are like, Here's a little quiet place I can drop a little dumpy wumpy. Yeah, and they, uh, they yeah. I still, I'm still. People always say, "What's the what video were you accidentally bumped into on the internet? Like someone sent it to you as a joke or whatever that scarred yeah. you." And and a yeah. lot of people might say, "Oh, well, that'd be goatsy or tub or two girl girls, or, one cup or whatever." Yeah, yeah, any of those things, right? For me, yeah. Yeah. it is this one video that isn't even that graphic. It's black and white, and it's in a store like a grocery store. Uh huh. I think it's black and white. I can't remember if it's color or not. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's security footage. So it's kind of already creepy. Yeah. And a lady (laughs) walks through this aisle. It's like a frozen food aisle. You can see the refrigerators. She stops, looks both ways, lifts up her skirt, and just takes a big crap and then just keeps walking. (laughs) I have never gotten over that. It's just the most, that sounds like the most horrifying thing to me to do. To, to, to do in public. Like, what are you, a freaking bonobo out in the middle of the desert or the, wherever you live? <laughs> right, exactly. There are bathrooms and grocery stores. They will let you use them. Oh, oh my I God. I can't believe horrendous. how awful that is. Someone's going to, someone in the chat it, will uh, find this video because it's kind of not famous, but I think it went around. It did the rounds. It's that's awful. Funny. You, you, uh, did you watch, uh, White Lotus season yes, one? Yes, we did. Kim and I did. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a moment in there. There's a moment. Yeah. Thankfully, the other seasons the didn't uh, feature. Uh... No, oh, I heard no, somebody no poop in the suitcase from uh, from Christopher <laughs> from The Sopranos. <laughs> somebody said uh, someone in our Discord, or I can't remember where I read it, but somebody was saying they should hire for the next season because of a certain character who's no longer in the show for yeah. reasons that you'll know because yes. you watched uh-huh. it. Yeah. They should bring in. Um, oh, I just lost her name. She she's the. Uh, oh. Handmaid's Tell Mean Lady. She was in. She was. Oh yeah, yeah. You knew who I'm talking uh, about. 
I know who you're talking about. Leftovers. Um, um, yes. She won an. She won an Emmy. with um, with uh, with um, with Madge. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, actually, either of those women. I thought those women would be fine. I thought you're going to tell me like uh, Jane Lynch would oh, be a good replacement that's another for good that one. That'd be perfect given the <laughs> previous history. That's perfect. Exactly, yes. Oh my gosh, that would actually work pretty well. Uh, what is that woman's name? Hold on, she was um, golly. I know. I just I just had it in my head and, I, and left. Yeah. Uh, br- uh, and Dowd. And Dowd. She's and Dowd. also incredible in uh, uh, Hereditary. She's also in that. Oh yeah, yeah. She's very good. She's great. Yeah. Payman, Payman the Great. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's uh off, Rand. It is time for you to do your duty as a handmaid. That's not a bad endowed. It's oh, not it's bad. No, it's all right. <laughs> she has that weird, like like um almost New England uh yeah. twinge in her voice. Yeah. <clears throat> did I I told you that I played WoW for all those hours and I ran into those mole I did talk about this. The mole people that sound like Fargo oh, yeah, characters. Yeah. It's, Fargo chipmunks. They yeah. at first it really grated on me. Mm-hmm. Now I love those little guys. It's awesome. Because they're just uh, like, oh, oh, be may have found your video. Oh, he did? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna show it, it. Says it's not safe for work, it says. So uh Daily Motion, they have everything that the world oh, wants God, to this, hide. This does look like it. <gasps> this is it. Watch her. Look at this, Brian. Oh, it's her. Wow. All right. I was not expecting. <laughs> Can you imagine this? <laughs> and she stays for the extra and little toot toot. She walks, keeps on walking, and then she looks back to, oh, geez. And make, then takes a turn, uh, hoping nobody saw her, but the eye of oh, God saw God. you. Isn't that awful? That's a horrible. Oh my god! That was actually okay. good for me to see because it's less impa- it, it freaked me out less this time. Got some closure. Yeah. yeah. Is it? You, do you feel less scarred? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Not tub much. Tub girl, though. I think, is the one that scarred me. What? Which one? Oh, tub girl's terrible. Tub girl. Yeah. Oh gosh. Someone. Uh, boy, it was a long time ago. It was what? Uh, Bud. J. Bud. Uh, somebody. J. Or Bud. Um, uh, Larry Bud Melman. So, no. Not Larry Bud Melman. <laughs> but there's a. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to bring it up because it's just too it's too freaky. But somebody, that's one video I stumbled on. I'm like, oh god, I never need to see that thing again. Yeah. It was something televised back in the '60s, and it was like, oh geez, that's horrendous. But oh, was it like an on-air? Uh, it was an on-air uh, live, um, like a shoot yourself deal. Kind of exactly. Yeah, that's those are bad. Yes. I recommended a movie about a lady who did that. And that was actually a really good movie. But but it was you know it's a pretty stark uh, subject matter for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to some starker subject matter of a break. That's a very stark thing to talk oh, about. Okay, sure. We're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, Amy will join us. We got a couple of books from her to recommend this week. I've got one as well. I'm just going to sneak into the top. So watch for that. Before that, though, song and Brian. Let's do song. Sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna just leave this right here in the frozen food aisle and walk away. This is uh, the brand new <laughs> single by the Sex Tones. This is a song called "The Other Side." Just came out. Big thanks to Pavement Public Relations um, for for sending this one. This is great, and this is this is the kind of stuff I totally like. The new album is called uh, "Love Can't Be Borrowed." Um, it was produced by Kelly Finnegan from Monophonics, and it just came out on vinyl, CD, and the DSPs, the digital streaming platforms. Uh, big thanks to Record Kicks for that. They're starting their tour tomorrow in Reno. 
but go listen to them right now. Here are the six tones and the other side. years ago and it's still me because i confess i'm a waistline watcher from way back well that's enough for today now for a lively lift ice cold coca-cola there's no waistline worry with coke you know actually this individual size bottle has no more calories than half a grapefruit bring mrs kennedy down here now We're back. Tell me who that was again. Sure. That was a band called The Sex Tones. From their brand new album, Love Can't Be Borrowed, that's the song The Other Side. Nice. The Other Side. Yeah, The Other Side, baby. Don't forget about yeah. The Other Side. They're dark-sided, too! All right. <laughs> Let's bring in uh, Red Fraggle 3. She is mm-hmm. mostly known by uh, Amy to her friends and family. 
I think we qualify. Mm-hmm. We're her friends. I, I think believe. we qualify for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to do this right here. One of the things that I enjoy also is reading. Ah, uh, yes. That jaunty music means it's time for Read This with Amy. And she's here. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi. Oh, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hello. It feels like it's been way too long since we talked here on the show. I know. I know. I'm not yeah. quite used to this, uh, this, this new this cadence new where I like, talk yeah. to you guys once a month. It I feels know. weird. It is weird. It's like uh, you're just some yeah. strange neighbor that sneaks in and leaves Twinkies or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least he's leaving Twinkies. Yeah. Leaving not, Twinkies, uh, you know. not not even homemade baked goods. It's Twinkies. Just Twinkies. Still better Jeez, than leaving what a what a cheapskate. It's better than leaving a certain something in the hallway of a store in the security camera, right. though. Yeah, right. Uh, it could be worse. Yeah, it could be a lot worse. Anyway, it's good to have you here. I'm going to make a quick recommendation of my own, real fast, just to get it out of the way. It'll also be very tonally different from what I'm guessing you're going to have uh, to recommend today, and that is a book I just finished. Uh, called Intercepts. Uh, it is by an author named T.J. Payne. And on the front of it, it says, Intercepts, a horror novel. But I'm here to tell you, it's way more science fiction and intrigue than it is horror. It has horror elements, and it's you know it's kind of intense in parts. But for the most part, it is uh, a book about uh, kind of a science fiction thing and a what-if sort of question and you know the, the surveillance state that we might live in and that sort of thing. But it's really unlike anything you're expecting. I would highly recommend this book to anyone who likes any of the stuff I just said. It was awesome. I ripped through this book, just tore mm. through it. I'm already on to his next one because I liked it that much. Um, again, it is called Intercepts by T.J. Payne and uh, would would uh, would recommend it. I didn't do the audiobooks. I have no idea how that thing sounds, but the, uh, the Kindle's where I read it. It was very good. Oh, and it's on Kindle Unlimited, which is nice. And even if you cool. don't have unlimited, I think it's only like three or four bucks for for the platform. Uh, hmm. But yeah, this is going to be a guy to watch. T.J. Payne. Or T, yeah, T.J. Payne is his name. T.J. Payne. And Intercepts. P-A-Y-N-E, you said? Yeah, P-Y, or sorry, P-A-Y-N-E. That is correct. Yeah, okay, cool. He's awesome. Uh, all right, there's mine. Out of the way, done. Now let's move on to a more positive book track. With less intrigue oh. in science fiction and horror. <laughs> I don't know if it's more positive, but yeah. uh, it is. It is tonally different. So I brought I brought two books with me today. Um, oh, oh, and before I forget, you guys mentioned this. This is way back. You guys were pontificating about do they still do the thing where they present somebody with the key to the city? Mm, and oh, I, yeah. I can tell you they do because really? um, yeah, and it, this actually ties in well. Because uh, Brian was mentioning the mystery date thing. And so I took Chuck on a mystery date uh, cool. last month for October. Patton Oswald was playing oh, at this yeah. teeny little club in Athens, Georgia called the 40 Watts, like a tiny, tiny little place. And so I jumped on that and it was, it worked out great. Like he had no idea what we were doing. He's like, okay, we're in Athens. Why are we in Athens? And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're, we're definitely doing something that has a time thing. And then we pulled around the corner to where we could go park the car. We drove past the venue. And of course it was on the marquee and he goes, holy shit. Are we seeing Patton Oswalt? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I bet he was stoked. He probably got so excited. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Well done. Nice. Uh, Nice, nice pick for the mystery date. This- yeah, well, it just, it just kind of, it, it happened to work out well. I don't know. I guess it just kind of 
happened to come across my feed that that was mm-hmm. going to be there. And uh, unfortunately, that I have no pictures or anything because we were, they put the fear of God into us. Like, this is all new material. He's just trying stuff out on y'all. So like, there's no recording, no, no, uh, no pictures, no nothing. Just don't have your phone out. Don't be that guy. Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah. okay. Message I, received. I knew <laughs> not do that. I knew I had heard and, of this place though, this 40 watt place. Mm-hmm. And I just found it on their mm-hmm. webpage. I knew this, I had heard that this was like an REM B 52 joint. Like in their oh, yeah. earliest days, they were getting gigs here. Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. Well, like, awesome. When they're just getting started. You know, yeah. I grew up in Athens. Like that's where I, that's like my hometown. And yeah. I also, you know, I went to UGA. So when I was in college, the 40 watt was where we went out dancing at two in the morning after we, you know, closed down whatever bar. Nice. And by that, I mean, got done working at the bar. Of course. <laughs> um, we would go to the 40 watt cause you know, they would have, they would have, you know, club dancing after, hmm after hours you know so that's where we would go to blow off steam that's great that was my old stomping grounds but but to tie into the actual story i wanted to tell the mayor of athens came and presented Patton oswald with the key to the city oh my was it a giant was it like a big it was a giant oversized key a big novelty key key. those are the best yeah yeah see i would love one of those you would hang that up with pride right behind your wall up there for sure hell yeah Mm -hmm. I would love that. Can I get the keys to Salt Lake City? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've done anything. Give me the keys to Coverville. How's that? Okay. You know, the key to Coverville. Send me your comically large key, you Brian. Can, you could 3D print him. I could. The, I was thinking about 3D printing a giant key. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Ooh, we could do we could do a big prize for some major contest and call it the key to key to TMS or the key oh, to Oh, the tadpole. TMS key to the city. Like, you know, one uh-huh. level because we had the crown for a while. Yeah. Yeah, the TMS queen of king and queen of TMS. We could do it. We could do it. I'm telling you. Well, anyway, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. That so if I walked into the 40 watt and saw you and you and you were off somewhere in the corner, I could say that's you in the corner. I could say it in Michael yep. Stein voice. <laughs> uh, Is there a spotlight too? Though that's a question. There's always a well, spotlight. But, you know, it's the 40 watt, so it's very dim in there. Got to so. be a dim, a yeah. dim spotlight. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a very small bulb. A 40 a power it of is. a bulb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. a small club, and so that's you know that's literally that's the that's the history behind that club that's the thing yeah we've got uh, a bar here in arvada called the 12 volt kind of similar uh, situation but Mm -hmm. uh that's a place you don't want to accidentally brush up against the walls because you might you might move enough dust to see the uh (laughs) the actual walls underneath oh my gosh I love yeah. places like it's that. It's so funny you say that because I had I had similar thoughts. I had to use the restroom while we were there, and uh-huh. I went in, and there was just like you could tell everything was clean. It wasn't that. It was just like everything was painted really glossy black, and you could see how caked with multiple mm. levels of paint. You know, because they come in there, <laughs> right. everybody graffitis and whatnot. Yeah, they just so paint they over come it. in there. Oh, okay, yeah. just paint over it again, and it's like. Man, that thing's probably more paint than door at this point. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I love that kind of stuff though. It's wow. our it's our yeah. version. America can only do so much aging because we're such a young country. Where, you know, you go to Rome or you go to freaking England or anywhere and you got thousands of years of shit, right? Old oh, yeah. crusty buildings, crappy old stone structure things. Here we have to like just paint over a door a million times, or we have to I don't know. We just don't have as cool, you know, our, our closest thing to mythology is the old West. Uh, you know, we don't have 
right. stuff like right. the Greeks and all that. So we have to right. do we don't have like uh, runes that we can uncover in a cave somewhere. Or something right, like we don't have right. that. It's, we're boring that way. Uh, I've stayed yeah. in hotels in Europe that are older than you know our entire country. So Jeez, yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And they're still just taking selling rooms and taking oh, yeah. names. That's fantastic. Uh, all right, let's get to your books. You got two of them this week. Right. Whoa! So I have two. So um, I'll let you guys pick which order we do these in. I have a fiction and I have a nonfiction. What do you think, Brian? You want nonfiction or fiction first? Let's do nonfiction first, only because that's the order that I have them in on QuickTMS.li. There's zero other oh, reason to Perfect. choose. <laughs> that's fine. It's a clerical reason. We'll take it. It'll work. Okay. Good. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you want to say about this nonfiction book? For um, yeah, I will say that uh, it's timely mm-hmm. and put it at that. All right, here's the clip. Let's not sugarcoat it. At 49, I was still afraid to be alone. Left alone, my crazy brain, crazy only in this area, by the way, would find some excuse to do the unthinkable, drink and drugs. In the face of decades of my life having been ruined by this, I'm terrified of doing it again. I have no fear of talking in front of 20,000 people. But put me alone on my couch in front of the TV for the night, and I get scared. Oh, man. So this is uh, wow. his recent wow. autobiography. I didn't like, recognize his voice at first, but then when you realize who it is, it's like, oh, man, he, he sounds uh, sounds, a little sounds like yeah. he's been through stuff, you know, yeah. and he has. Yeah, yeah. it sounds, yeah, it, it's, it's and it's, it's hard. Um, yeah. I'm not so much recommending this book as I am, you know, putting it up to kind of honor him. So that is, of course, for anyone who didn't recognize it, it was Matthew Perry reading his own autobiography, which is called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. Mm. And, um, you know, it's it doesn't have a great rating like on on Goodreads. And I read some of the some of the negative reviews, a lot of which came in before he mm. passed. Okay. And, uh, and I mean, they have valid criticisms like it, it's kind of a stream of consciousness at times, you know, it kind of, it bounces around from sure. timeline to time. It's very nonlinear in the timeline of him telling the story. So it's at times it's hard to follow like, okay, where, wait, where are we? And uh, like, have you like, are you on friends yet? Or what, what's going mm. on? You know, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, so, you know, some of the criticisms that the book received are actually they're, they're valid. Um, but I think it's good to hear him tell his story his way in his own words and with his mm-hmm. own voice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it is hard to listen to because, I mean, he sounds like he almost sounds like he'd had a stroke or something like he sounds like his face doesn't work properly. Yeah, it's very anymore. slurry. Yeah. 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 And like, I didn't know this, but uh, a few years ago, he he had a very, very close brush with death a few years ago where his he was in a, a a rehab facility and his colon exploded whoa yeah like oh, he li- that is something now you never want to hear that those two words together. i know yeah. i know right yeah. and and that's kind of the reason why i you know in i don't get really weepy about celebrity deaths very often you know because sure. I, you know i can be sad that that person is not going to be producing work anymore because they right. were very talented or whatever but this one hit me very hard because friends 
was, and I, you know, Friends has its pernicious aspects. It's a product of the 90s, blah, 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 blah. I recognize all those things. Um, But the connections that I made with other people through that show, uh, Mm -hmm. my sister and I used to watch Friends. My stepmom and I used to watch Friends. My kids and I watch Friends. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. there are, you know, everybody makes Joey jokes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. It is a, it, it's a, it's a, a touchstone. Frequently repeated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that, that's why it, it, it made me very sad uh, to hear he had passed. And so I felt like I should read his book, but then when I got into it, I was like, Oh, I even, I feel like this is even more important to share because when we think about uh, people who die, particularly celebrities who die, who have had very public struggles with substance abuse, uh, you know, drinking and and drugs and that kind of thing. We we just kind of think about oh they spent their whole life high and you know oh yeah they they battled with withdrawal here and there wherever they tried to get clean but then they just overdosed one day and that was it yeah. and that's not the case because. Being that, I mean, Matthew Perry started drinking when he was like 14 years old. Yeah, very young. Um, so yeah, he had he had a really rough time, and uh, basically he spent his entire life begging the world to love him. You know, and uh, so that that takes a real, actual, physical toll on your body and your organs, yeah. and. I mean, it was it, it was really physically bad. Like he had destroyed most of his body, and we don't think about stuff like that. the 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 colon thing was because, you know, opioids. One of the things they do is constipate you. Yeah, hard. That's one of the mm. side effects of taking opioids is they make it really hard to poop. Yeah. And he says in his book, and I quote, "I hadn't taken a shit in over a week." Yeah. And, and he was like screaming in pain and his, you know, assistant, uh, not really his sponsor, but a sober companion kind of person who was there with him was trying to get them to let him go to the hospital. And the rehab people were stopping them from taking him to the hospital because he, they, you know, they were like, well, if he goes to the hospital, they're just going to give him drugs. And so, and ultimately they, you know, they caught it in time. He had a colostomy bag for several months, you know, because he had destroyed part of his intestines. Um, So, you know, I think it's just important to think about, like, sometimes we think about uh, addiction and uh, substance abuse and things like that, just as, oh yeah, it affects your personal relationships and it makes you an asshole. Uh, And all those things are true, but it also destroys your insides and it's, it's a painful screaming horror. It's not, it's not a, it's not a painless way to go. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it's not a, it's not a way to dull your pain. Really. You're just, uh, you're procrastinating your pain for later and adding some more. Yeah. And it's often um, still, see, this is the one difference too. Wendy talked to me about this privately before, but there's this moment of um, the big difference between, between you and someone else, meaning an alcoholic and someone who's not, uh, or a drug addict and someone who's not, is that even after all of that, even if you blow your colon to pieces, even if you've had all these internal issues, your your liver's barely hanging on, your 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 cognitive ability is affected, all these things, you'll still do it if someone gives you a drink. You'll still go down the Oh, road. for sure. And that's oh, yeah. so freaking sad. Like it's it so and it's got such a grip. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. just awful. 
awful. Yeah, Tom, I is. get that it's, way with food really sometimes. Bad. Like it's a tiny, tiny version of this, but I get this way with food occasionally where if I'm depressed or frustrated or irritated, I will eat. And, mm-hmm. and I know when I'm doing it, I'm like, you're asking for trouble. You're going to be up at three. Like this is a, this is a huge mistake. Why are you eating a whole pizza tonight? But right. I do it anyway, even though I know, right? Oh, it's not me, the it's same uh, level, but you know, angry, frustrated, stressed out, happy, uh, sleepy, uh, dopey, <laughs> sneezy, pretty much any. Uh, <laughs> well, it used to be opposite for me, right? I couldn't eat when I was stressed, but it all something flipped. My my metabolism at one point in my mid forties went. What if it was the other way? <laughs> I went, oh yeah. no, yeah. no, don't do this to me. It's the same <laughs> yeah. problem, but anyway, yeah, like I, it's only a taste of that. I cannot imagine what he he and others like him feel like all the time. They must just feel like yeah. They know they know where a happy place is, and it's a bet, but but they can't go there. And then yeah. when they go there, that happiness is fleeting, or that relief is free, fleeting. And even though they may be high as a kite for a minute, there's a part of their brain that goes. I'm going to be miserable after this. And I know I shouldn't be doing this, but here I am doing it. Like, I can't imagine how hard that must be. And even in the moments of genuine happiness or, you know, that are not, uh, you know, driven by the substances, um, you know, if you feel a genuine moment of joy, it gives you anxiety because, or it can, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't use the word you because I have no idea um, thankfully I don't, I, I don't really struggle with this. I did, I did have a problem with smoking back in my misguided youth, back when I was a teenager mm. and, uh, my early twenties I smoked. And so I understand from that perspective, um, how difficult it can be to like get rid of an addiction. And it's part of it is like just letting go of it being part of who you are, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but yeah, like I, it's it's really hard like in those moments where someone can experience a moment of joy it induces anxiety because they know it's fleeting mm-hmm. you know so you can't even you can't even enjoy the joyful moments because you know that it, it's going to be bad again yeah and I, it's it's a really really awful way to live and uh yeah, and it's and it's really sad, and my my heart breaks for all you know all of his friends and family, and um, and it was it was it's very rough to watch someone you love go through that, and there's only so much that anyone can do to help somebody in that kind of situation, right? Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. there's only so much you can do, and um, yeah, it's it's, it's really hard. So, so I just wanted to pull that out. Like I say, it's, it's not a, um, it's not funny. He, there are a couple moments where you kind of chuckle a little bit at, you know, the stuff he says because he's Matthew Perry, right. but it's mostly just him sort of confessing his sins almost. And, uh, and just laying out his struggles bare for the world to see. And, um, in that, in in that, I think it it deserves some attention, yeah. um, even though you know clearly not the best written biography I've ever read, you know. Sure. But uh, it's um, but it's important. I think I think there was a lot of important stuff in there that sometimes gets glossed over when someone's struggling with addiction and that kind of thing. So so uh, close to the timing too. That book came out. He went on all the talk show runs. Did a did some podcasts. Um, prominent podcasts and stuff like that. It feels like it was just like a week or two before. I know it was longer than that, but it mm-hmm. felt like he just barely put that book out. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Right before oh, yeah, passing. that's true. Because I remember when his book came out, I put it on my TBR list to do on this show for that, re- you know, exact that reason. I was like, oh, this will be a fun one to do. Yep. But little did I know. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. not that fun. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't. Fun it wasn't fun, but it was it was uh, timely and needed, I think. Well, let's swing. Let's swing our crane over to something uh, uh, made up, a little happier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this clip, I will say, is uh, this actually this recommendation doubles as a recommendal because it is a book that has In now life. been made into ah, a series. I don't know why it started playing. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's okay. Uh, it's a book that's been made into a series, and the clip that I chose was from the trailer for the series. Oh, so okay, cool, a little different. Let's do it. In life. Discoveries usually lead to more questions. The only constant variable is the unexpected. We can't control it. It's only when you look backwards that you see how it was all connected. Let's begin, shall we? I would like to offer you a job as the host of our cooking show. Are you concussed? No. Oh, wow. I don't know what this <laughs> is. like Captain Marvel. Is that Captain Marvel? It is indeed. <laughs> Captain Marvel is Brie Larson. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so the, the book and the series are both called Lessons in Chemistry, um, and the book is written by Bonnie Garmus. And um, yeah, it's great. It's it, it takes place in the 1960s, and it, this woman who is a chemist and very, very no nonsense, like she, she does not suffer fools well at all, um, and just very get down to business woman who has suffered some unfortunate incidences and uh, trying to make it as a scientist. And then also along the way she has discovered because cooking is basically chemistry that she is an excellent cook. And uh, she gets as through happenstance offered a job as the star of an afternoon cooking show called supper at six. Oh, wow. This um, is, uh, I heard about this because the guy's the showrunner, Lee Eisenberg. Um, the, the, so this is an Apple deal, right? I think. Yeah. Apple TV plus. Yeah. And he Mm -hmm. executive produced that recent jury duty thing. Everyone loves so much. He executive produced little, uh, little America queers folk. We crashed. He was an office producer, the uh, produced on the office for a long time. Like this guy is, uh, has chops. And I was told, hey, anything he makes is good. I'll bet this will be awesome. And I didn't even know this was it. This is news to me, this whole subject. That's cool. My uh, stepmom is loving the show. We haven't started watching it yet because we're waiting for all the episodes to be be available. But um, looking forward to checking it out because I'm hearing good things. Yeah. yeah, we're really, really enjoying it. It hasn't all dropped yet, and uh, much to our chagrin, because mm-hmm. we want more of it. There's an adorable yeah. dog in the oh, show. Really? <laughs> um, cool. and I heard one in the a- background of your call, by the way. I heard another adorable <laughs> oh, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, no, no. That's, I, I love lap, it. I'm just yeah. whining, and I'm like, if it isn't, funny. Uh, <laughs> Wendy's birds, it's it's your dog. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yep, always. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Beauregard. He's got to get uh, everyone must pay attention to him. So yeah, um, <laughs> it's his world. We're just living in it, right? That's how it works. Exactly. exactly. That's exactly right. Uh, so yeah, so uh, it's it's a really good uh, it's a really good entertaining story. Um, I'm really really enjoying it. And I was, I, you know how sometimes you watch a, a series and you go, this feels like a book. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I don't. I don't know what I, I can't. I can't quantify what that is for you, but 
it, there's sometimes you watch a thing and you're just like, this feels like it was a book. Mm. And then you go and you find out, yep, sure enough, it was. So, uh, so I started reading it and I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. And, uh, you know, of course, a lot of the themes are based on, you know, the sexism and, and whatnot, the, the discrimination that she faced, uh, in the 1960s. And, um, this all we looked it up to see if it was a true story. It's not. It's completely fictional. Oh, really? But it's mm. it. But it it could have been. You know, I mean this this could have been a real thing. I am quite certain that uh, there were <laughs> a a vast non-zero number of women <laughs> scientists who have been well passed over because of the time that they were in, including our current time. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you know. It's fun. Um, it's fun, but also there are plenty of moments where you're like, "Oh my god, that happened!" Mm. Uh, mm. And I'll just, uh, I'll just leave it at that. All right, and, um, very cool. I'm excited to see watching. this. It's getting killer reviews. Uh, awesome everywhere. Everyone seems to love this. So Brie Larson, well done. I also like Lewis yeah. Pullman. How's he in this? Is he good? He's the uh, Calvin he the- character. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, Calvin. Yes. So w- I was watching it and it was killing me. I was sitting there staring at him and going, where do I know him from? I know him. What do I know him from? Yeah. And then finally my daughter pulled open IMDb and he was Bob in uh, Maverick. In, uh, yeah, Top, Top Gun Maverick. Maverick. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yes. Okay. That's who he is. Lieutenant He's Robert Bob. Bob Floyd. That's right. He was the yep. little, he was the weird nerdy one that grew on you throughout the movie or whatever. Yep. Yeah. He was yep. great. He's in that um, Outer Range show as well. He's just, he's, I just really like that guy. He's just cool. Oh, I um, love Outer Range. I wish we'd get more of it. Oh, God, no kidding. Yeah. We're not going to get more of anything for a, for a good bit. while. Yeah. Not for a while. Sadly. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, he, he kind of looks like Tom Holland's older brother in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Something about I his I can see that for face. sure. Anyway, well, this sounds fantastic. Um, a book mm-hmm. and a show, everyone. It's like a, a, a movie, dinner and a movie here with the That's right. With right. Amy. A, book, a book and a show. Yeah, and a this book. is fantastic. Too. Uh, book, go book, check book both of these things out. They'll be up on quicktms.li. They're already there. And uh, already in, there. <laughs> they're in the order that we talked about them. So you can check that out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Amy, you got anything else going on you want people to know about or do? Yeah. Or? Oh, thanks for thanks for playing my request yesterday. By oh, the you're welcome. So, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Did, did she enjoy it? Did you play the song even though it has F-bombs in it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> F, F, yeah, she was. I know she's heard of. She's she's uttered those on a daily basis. I'm sure. Mm. Indeed, yeah. So, and we love we love Pink. We listen to Pink a lot. So it was it was really cool to hear a, a fun cover of that cool. song. So Good. yes, yes, nice. That was awesome. And um, yeah, just uh, uh, keep <laughs> keep thinking about me. I'm in between. I had to do my little test with the APAP machine, and I had oh, to yeah. turn it back in yesterday. And so now I've gone from, it's like flowers for Algernon, right? Like I've gone from <laughs> being able to breathe at night right. now I'm not being able to breathe. And oh, oh it sucks when God. they take that thing away. Like, so you did the, what, two week long sleep test with the machine at yep. home and it just tracks it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And it did, it worked a lot. Like the doctor said, looking at the data, he said, yeah, you know, you went from having about 17 to 20, uh, you know, apnea events per hour to two. Oh, geez. And That's good. So, yeah. So they're, they're coming on Thursday to 
deliver me my permanent machine Good. and get me set up with it and everything. So I just have to get through, like, I just have to survive two more days now. And so <laughs> and I'll be able to breathe again. Just, just have Chuck put his mouth on your nose and constantly <laughs> blowing in so that you can breathe. Uh, it'll be just like the real thing. Oh yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that, would, that wouldn't, that wouldn't uh, prevent me from sleeping at all. No, that not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, a nice garlicky, uh, visa garlic bread and spaghetti right before he does it. You'll be fine. No. fine. Oh yeah. I hope they prescribe you a good one. That's what I hope. Something that'll take, yeah. you know, yeah. take all that pressure off. Hope that it's sucks. the Phillips dream station. Cause that's what I, I have. And I love getting- it. Okay, I'm writing that down. I think I'm getting a ResMed machine um, okay. because that was like the one that they had there. But I'm going to write that down because, uh, you know. I think it's the Philips Dream Station. Let me see here. Um, it's sleek and black and it's fantastic. Boy, that that won't get taken out of context. No. I know. Not yep, at all. The That's... Dream Station 2, the Philips Dream Station 2. That sounds nice. I, I it sounds like you imagine. should play games on it or something. It does. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what's weird? Is that available on the Dream Station? <laughs> <laughs> what's weird is the is Philips does this with a lot of products. They make kind of best-in-class stuff, but no one ever talks about it. That's like top of the line there. They make a shaver that I would, I'll never use anyone else's like yeah. trimmer. It's yeah. the best trimmer on this planet. And I don't know how that happens. Just Philips over there making cool shit. You know, yeah, really Yamaha yeah. does that too. They're, it's really strange. Like they make like motorcycles and also pianos. Like right. I don't. It's very it, and and they're never necessarily related, right? Like why pianos, cousin? I don't know. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. so hard yeah. to say. Celestian GC says, "Don't use the Phillips. They've been recalling those like mad." No, the the Dream Station Two is what they replaced my recalled unit with and it is fantastic so the fixed filter it's it's quiet it's um uh it adjusts really beautifully it's awesome second time's the charm don't get an old phillips yeah because that's what they read yeah don't do that and don't use a phillips screwdriver it'll just hurt your sinuses yeah yeah that'll hurt yeah (laughs) it might it might clear things out a little bit but uh from the screwdriver people come cpap machines uh all right i'm due for a due for a waxing Ooh, get in there get that (laughs) done well and, you, and also your nose later on. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for being with us, Amy. It's always good to talk to you. And uh, good luck with all that. And we will see you soon. Bye now. Bye. Oh, she hung up quick. It wasn't me even. She did. Just like, bam. Um, all right. We are moving on down the road toward the show being over. Before we officially end it, though, I would like to mention this text we got from Alex in Savannah, also in Georgia. A lot of Georgia today. Mm-hmm. A lot of Georgia. He talks about, we talk about soccer and people call it football and all that. Sure. He says, TMS comment as a positive for watching soccer. Don't give me that football crap, he says. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm sure that won't upset anyone. That'd be fine. Don't on give TV, me that football. <laughs> on TV, uh, it, it says, sorry, the positive thing for watching soccer on TV is that it is continuous coverage with no commercial breaks until halftimes or games end. As an ADHD guy, I usually flip in commercial breaks and often uh, forget to go back if something else grabs my attention. Keep up the great shows, Alex. I didn't know they went like that, like that without it's, commercials. I didn't know it that. is great. Like, um, like sometimes the commercials are like picture in picture or or um, that sort of thing. But the uh, no, it, it is. Here's what I love about it, and yeah. I love watching soccer too. I'm even wearing my West Ham. Yeah, you uh, are looking at you today. representing. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Wear this just to piss off Claire. <laughs> but um, uh, no, the fact that you know 
Ball gets kicked out of bounds. Ball goes in the corner. Uh, goalie has to pick it up, throw it back in. Any of those things, they don't stop the clock for anything. Mm-hmm. Like maybe an injury, yes, but that's about it. And then at the very end of the half, they'll say, the judge has uh, decided to add in two minutes to the end of the period. So they'll throw in two more minutes. But it is bam, 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 nonstop. Not high scoring usually, but, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, whoever, stop. whoever was uh, whoever invented soccer was not a capitalist. They weren't thinking ahead uh, no, to the commercial like, opportunities. I don't want a game where they can put commercials and make money off of my game. That's right. I'm sure he sounded just like that. <laughs> just like that. That's exactly how he sounded. It was not uh, foreign at all. It was. Uh, he sounded like Yosemite Sam. Is who he sounded like. Yeah, they sure did. Anyway. I'm gonna catch me like a rabbit. That's right. Thank you, Alex from Savannah. That was very nice of you to write in about that. Um, also, a note of information here. I can't remember if it's the ninth or eighth. Either tomorrow or th- I think it's Thursday. Anyway, Greg Street and his brand new game studio. He used to work at uh, Blizzard. Big deal at Blizzard. Ran WoW for a long time. Uh, he went by Ghost Crawler. Everybody knows who Greg Street is. He founded a new uh, studio to build a new MMO. And he's hiring all his own favorite people, and they've launched a website. It's fantasticpixelcastle.com. The reason I'm bringing this up is on Thursday, I believe, they're doing a live stream AMA about the new studio and what they're planning. And let's just say, without giving it totally away, because I'm not supposed to till that day, an important mm-hmm. frog pants thing will drop in that <gasps> event. Really? Yes. Ooh. So you're gonna want to you're gonna want to tune in for that and check that out because it's gonna be a big a big whoop. And then finally on Thursday I can freaking talk about it, so it'll be good. Uh, so check it out. That's uh, I don't know where they're doing it. Uh, Twitch and YouTube, but I don't know what I don't know the. Uh, this would be better if I had addresses. I'll bet they talk about it at fantasticpixelcastle.com. How about that? Yeah. Go to their website. If you go there, you'll find some details about it. Yeah, yeah. go check it out. Uh, FantasticPixelCastle.com. And there's more info on the way. So watch for that. Uh, yeah. That's going to do it for today's show. Cool. Big thanks to everybody for listening at home, live, or wherever you are. And especially our patrons at Patreon.com slash TMS for being such wonderful, dedicated people. We love you. All right, yes. that's going to do it for the show. Brian, we should do a song. I, do you have a little thing? We should. I forgot to give a shout-out to uh, Joe Acosta, uh, someone who's contributed a lot of stuff to the show. Back in the Babel Royale days, a lot of the questions that I would get came from Joe Acosta, and I think we even did a one of those live, not live, but where we asked Joe questions and you guys had to predict the answers. Remember mm-hmm. that? Like mm-hmm. on something that he was a specialist in? That's right. Forgot, that was a fun game. I need to maybe get back to doing it. Yeah, that. it was a good time. Um, but uh, had dinner with him last night. He was in town for, or he is in town for a, a dental conference. We met up, and let me tell you, place called Fifty Two Eighty Burger here in uh, Denver. There's a few locations around here. I don't often do the uh, food restaurant recommendations, but Fifty Two Eighty Burger, that that's legit, legit good. And they have a burger there called the Perfect Hamburger, the Perfect Cheeseburger. Uh, that's what I had. Gruyere mixed in with the meat and the bun, pickled red, red onions. I mean, this is this was the bomb.com, man. It's Ooh. awesome. 5280 burger. Look at this. Okay, so Austin, Colorado Mills, downtown Denver, Westminster, and that's it. So very limited access, but Just this looks locations. amazing. Yeah. Holy yeah. schmear, look at this food. Yeah, yeah. And uh oh. I, the fries were so good. Like it's rare you find a um a place that does fries 
Like if they make a killer burger, usually the fries are like, meh, okay. Um, the fries were on point, and I brought home the leftovers. I threw them in the uh, air fryer this morning and made hash browns, topped them with a couple fried eggs, <laughs> and uh, freaking You're living your fantastic. best life when you do that. That's Living sounds my great. best life, exactly. These are beautiful burgers. Holy yes, schmoes. Yes. All right. I'm looking like their tacos look really good or empanadas. Oh my god, fried pickles or frickles. I like as the frickles. Kids might call them. Big fan of frickles. Yeah. yeah, I like those. I didn't realize there was one at Colorado Mills. That scares me because I live right by Colorado Mills. Oh, Brian. Oh, that's trouble. That's big trouble. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds like an awesome right. place. Anyway, so uh, big thanks to Joe Acosta for uh, for a lovely time. Brought me a couple bottles of whiskey. Ooh. Oh, my God. Some Woodford Reserve and uh, fancy uh, Bulldog. It's like, had to have some of that last night, too. That sounds fantastic. Nice. Okay, here we go. Let's get to the request. Let's do it. Um, this, is, uh, this is going out to uh, Anthony Gridley. Anthony uh, sent this one, in this, this one in last month, so a little bit late. Hi, spit and burps. Oh, jeez. Ooh. 28th of October is my birthday and my wedding anniversary. Oh! Happy birthday. We did the old lady because they're married. They got to be, you know. Plus he's old. Yeah. Uh, yes, I got married on my birthday, so I would not forget my wedding anniversary. <laughs> I've been a long-time listener, first time requesting a song. I live in Australia, and nice. I only listen to the podcast a few days later. I've listened to every episode. episode, episode. Uh, that's how they say it in Australia. Since TMS started, I started listening to Scott during Burning Crusade instance. Hey, me too. Mm. Uh, while growing up, Queen's Greatest Hits was the only tape in my car, which I would sing at the top of my lungs while driving. 1930, 1939, 1930. Love the podcast, bro. Gridoo in Discord. Jeez. Uh, all over the place. Did you get bitten by a redback spider? <laughs> yeah, look, you, sound a, you look a little peaked. Maybe you got bitten by a redback. Yeah, there's that voice. That's the one. There's that voice. Can't, can't not do it. Love it. Um, this this is uh it's funny I didn't even think about this when I started talking about this song but so Tristan worked security at Meow Wolf here mm. in Denver oh that's right and wanted to ask how that was going it. I'm he's sure like, that's awesome uh, right having a great time I'll bet oh he's having a great time and basically you know he gets paid to gently usher. Uh, tourists who've taken one too many edibles into a quiet space in uh, Meow Wolf because they they get overwhelmed. That's really like the worst, the about the worst it gets. They maybe have a couple things, but um, uh, he also just makes sure that people don't harass celebrities when they show up to walk through Mount Meow Wolf, including Brian May and Roger Taylor of the band Queen who walked through yesterday. Um, Tristan's like, guess who's here? I'm like, who? He's like, Brian May and Roger Taylor from Queen. I'm like, shut up. Oh my God. I want to go wow. stalk them through Meow Wolf. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> That's crazy. So cool. And of course, you know, his job, he can't uh, take pictures or anything like that. So he's got to, he's got to behave, but I really sure. wanted to take a selfie or something. Sure. All right. Well, let's get to this. Um, this is uh, a cover of the song Under Pressure. It just came out this year. It did not. It came out last year on an album <laughs> called Gloaming. Uh-huh. <laughs> Feels like just this year. Yeah. Um, by our friends Scala and Kalakni Brothers. You know that uh, that Swedish choir? I think they're Swedish. Something, they're Scandinavian choir. Choir, um, or maybe I'll just I'll just generalize it. European choir of oh, women cool. that do amazing covers. You probably know them best from the the Social Network trailer where they did uh, 
Creep, where they sang uh, Creep. Oh, I like that version. Yes. Well, oh. you'll like this version of Under Pressure. Ba ba bay. Here's Skull and Cluckney Brothers. All right, here it is. We'll be back tomorrow for a Wednesday edition of TMS. We'll see you then.
Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>